Welcome to the Get and Grit Podcast. I'm Brad Poole, your host, and I'm so glad you could be here today and share with us another story about sinners and saints. Our story today is about a man from Belgium, Father Pierre de Smit. Now, St. Louis University is a Catholic Jesuit institution that values academic excellence, life-changing research, compassionate health care, and a series of other academic behaviors. But they removed the statue and the artwork of Father Pierre de Schmidt. This is how the student newspaper described the polarizing statue. Tall and stern, a weathered image of Father Pierre de Schmidt towers over these two Native Americans. The priest holds up a crucifix while the other men, whose plumed headwear make clear their ethnicity, kneel in awe. Apparently, this image of a priest who had the greatest compassion and heart for the Native Americans is too much for this academic community. On behalf of the Indians, he crossed the ocean 19 times, visiting popes, kings, and presidents, traversing almost every European land. By actual calculation, he traveled now this is in the 1800s, 180,000 miles on his errands of charity, raising money for more priests and more missions on behalf of the Indian nations. Now, art historian uh, Aaron L. Thompson, a professor at the John Jay College of Criminal Justice, stated in an interview that was done by Jonah Bromwich, he said, Pulling down statues has been around for a long time. Destroying monuments of a tolerant past in order to achieve a future of violence and hate is what happens in cultures. The protesters in America, however, are attacking symbols of a hateful past as part of fighting for a peaceful future. Professor Thompson thinks they're actually opposite actions. The question by unmasking this would be to say, that in America, we are doing something no other culture has done before. However, the professor adds, when pulling down a statue, a chain works much better than a rope. No one should whine about the peaceful removing of a symbol that represents an evil like slavery. Why, however, are we tearing down statues of the symbols that represent the good, the true, and the beautiful? The Belgian waffle, Pierre Jean de Smit's first missionary tour was to the Potawatomi tribe at Council Bluffs. He also visited the Sioux in the area to arrange a peace between them and the Potawatomis, the first of his peace missions. In about 1840, Indians from the Flathead and Kalispell tribes of Montana sent delegations to St. Louis in search of a black robe, which is what they called Catholic priests. Father de Schmidt was designed to assigned the task. He would travel with the American Fur Company and rendezvous with an Indian escort that had been sent by the tribe at the Green River in Wyoming. Father DeSmith celebrated Mass for this gathering of trappers, traders, and Indians, which became known as the Prairie of the Mass. Father DeSmith and his escorts joined the main camp at Piers Hole, which is in present-day Idaho. He was greeted by an estimated 1,600 tribal members, They traveled over some 800 miles to meet the Black Robe. 
He was led to the lodge of the great chief Cholstne, whom Father de Schmidt called Big Face, and received the warmest of welcomes. A month later, the party reached the headwaters of the Missouri, present-day Three Forks, Montana. It was here that Christianity was first preached in Montana. Father de Schmidt baptized Chief Big Face and Chief Walking Bear, as well as some 350 tribal members, where the waters meet. Father DeSmith founded St. Mary's Mission as well as St. Ignatius Mission in the regions around present-day Missoula, Montana. He also founded Sacred Heart Mission in Cataldo, Idaho as well. He traveled by actual calculations about 180,000 miles across the West, including travels back to Europe, all helping and seeking help as an advocate for the native peoples of America. His almost inexplicable and seemingly instantaneous ascendancy with every tribe with which he came in contact called upon him to be an advocate for the native tribes. The priest who said, To suffer and die for the salvation of souls is the sole ambition of a true missionary. He brought the gospel and sacraments to the Blackfeet, Crow, Cree, Chippewa, Kalispell, Flatheads, Ned Pierce, Potawatomi, and the Sioux. He influenced peace between the Blackfoot and the Crow. In Horse Creek Valley near Fort Laramie, Wyoming, his presence soothed 10,000 Indians at a council with the government. The Indians loved and trusted him implicitly. On a visit to the Sioux country at the request of the government, DeSchmidt found out that the government pre-planned for deadly punishment. He refused to take part in any of those negotiations. In 1867, he crossed the Badlands in South Dakota, reaching the Sioux camp of Sitting Bull, he was received with extraordinary enthusiasm. His counsels were agreed to, and a treaty of peace was signed at Fort Laramie in 1868 by all the chiefs as a result of this. This result has been looked on as the most remarkable event in the history of the Indian Wars. Never stern, his cheerful buoyancy of character was almost childlike, a characteristic he preserved to the end of his life. He was not wanting in personal courage, evidenced by the many events in his career. He never faltered in faith or fervor. But his title of fame was his extraordinary influence upon people, an influence no other man is said to have equaled. Even Protestant writers declare him the sincerest friend the Indians ever had. In May of 1873, when word spread at the Missouri Basin of Father de Schmidt's death, brought by the steamboat named De Schmidt, mourning began for the black robe. The one whose tongue does not lie would come no more. The Belgian priest, Father Pierre Jean De Schmidt, is remembered for being almost childlike in his cheerful disposition, never wanting in personal courage, taking his life and trusting in God. He never faltered. His fame was the extraordinary influence he had with people. Red, white, it made no difference. His antagonists declare him the sincerest friend the Indian nations ever had. Sometimes we tear things down before we look to see their true value. Sometimes we choose a diet and we throw out a Belgian waffle and eat stale toast instead. A fool's endeavor is thinking that his hate can somehow build peace. Ain't it so?
This is Getting Grit signing off. Hope you'll come see us at www.gritquest.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hope to see you there soon.